Welcome to Emerging Europe Talks, bringing you expert insight on innovation and technology, sustainable social and economic growth, business, politics and culture, and helping you navigate the Emerging Europe region. Hosted by Andrew Robel. Remember to visit the show's page, emerging-europe.com forward slash multimedia, or check the hashtag EETalks on social media. Hi, everyone. This is Andrew Robel, and welcome to Emerging Europe Talks Success and Failure. And today I am joined by Zoran Aleksic, one of the founders and CEO of 351 Studio from North Macedonia. But before we start our conversation, I'd like to invite you to download a free copy of our newest report, and it's called The Future of Sustainability in Emerging Europe. The report looks at how the UN Sustainable Development Goals are being met in the Emerging Europe region. You'll find a link below the podcast. Now, back to Zoran. Zoran, great to have you here. Welcome to Emerging Europe Talks. Hello, Andrew. It's nice to be talking to you and all of the readers and listeners of Emerging Europe. It's a real pleasure and thank you for inviting me. Perfect. So let's start with Ed Sheeran, Bad Habits, and the official comic book video. This is one of your latest productions. So how on earth did you start working on that? Yeah, Eastern European country, totally out of the European Union. (laughs) <laughs> ending up working with people like Ed Sheeran and, you know, all the A-list uh, artists in the world. It's a difficult journey. Like, I've had a few interviews, like, the past uh, weeks about that, and everyone is asking me just simply that, like, how on earth the Ed Sheeran, because they don't know the flow of the past seven years that we were struggling to get to Ed Sheeran. It's not like we were kind of like asleep and one morning, yeah, here is Ed Sheeran. He wants a video by you guys. So it was a very good experience, but it was something that we didn't think of it as that big after, you know, the all of the journalists started asking questions, interviews and stuff like that. Like we're in this industry for seven years and we've been working so hard that we really didn't have time to kind of like look behind and see what we've achieved so far, you know, but because the industry is very quick, very fast. So we don't have a time to just stand still and think for a second, wow, look at what we're doing. Like we're impacting pop culture on a international level, you know, like we're creating stuff that actually gets to be in everyone's home in the world, you know, and that's a huge thing for us. Like from this perspective, if younger me, like seven years younger version of me actually knows about this, he's going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? It's not possible, you know. (laughs) But it's actually a pretty funny story. What we ended up doing with Ed is just a simple fraction of our production. We've done more than 2,250 videos so far. So that's a huge number. And Ed Sheeran is just a cherry on top, you know. But there are so many videos like in between that we are very proud of. We're going to talk about those videos as well. But let's start with Bad Habits because it's a global hit, actually. And, and, you know, it's crazy. You know, like we had a song like three months before it 
it was released. <laughs> so no one ever knew like that Ed Sheeran will be getting out some new stuff. Even Atlantic Records, actually the production company, was were very strict about releasing those data even within the company. You know, like there are people at Atlantic Records that were keeping this a secret. So it was a very small circle. Even when we started discussing with the creative directors, they were like, this is going to be a huge one, guys. We really need this one. Like, we only have three weeks. We need to do something very cool. But they wouldn't tell us for which artist was this, you know, like, we actually got the song. They have a special delivery software that watermarks all of the files and digitally signs everything, like who downloads it, you know, everything secure. So when we listened to the song, it was like, actually, the situation was we couldn't have the song like inside of our company network. So we needed to select a team of 10 people only that are going to be working on this. Mm. And they all signed the NDA agreement directly with Warner Music and we as a company. So when we presented the track to them, they were like, oh, my God, that's, it's Ed Sheeran. <laughs> so how did you come up with, with the concept of that video? Yeah, well, we wanted to play safe, we and also the label, because that concept was already developed. So what we received uh, a storyboard of the original music video, and they were like, let's create something very similar, but from another angle or different perspective of it. Let, let's make it a comic book video, but something along those lines, you know, of the storyline. So we ended up uh, redoing the storyboard again, all of the illustrations we... We have a great team. They were working their asses off, you know, like for three weeks, it was crazy. And we were going back and forth with the label. They were actually, their expectations weren't as big as they, what they received. They had very lower expectations because there's a, not a lot of time to do something like this. Mm. You know, like it's very complex process. You have illustrations, you have uh, uh, coloring, then animations, then compositing on top of that, and everything had to be smooth, you know, and perfect. So, but it was a great challenge for sure. It was a great experience, you know, like when you're doing something that's of that magnitude, it's like for me, for my company, and also for the people that are involved, like all of the employees and my colleagues, everyone is excited because they're watching the video on TV networks all over the world, you know, like it's crazy. And I did that, you know, like, and it's very satisfying and it's a great experience, you know, it's crazy. Did you get any feedback from Ed? Well, actually, there were around 30 people involved in the project, so... Of course, yeah, we've got messages from Ed too, you know, like everyone is suggesting something. Ed is particularly involved, like like any other big artists out there, like they're all very involved in what's going on with their creative side of their projects, music also, and videos and everything else. So, but we didn't get a lot of comments. I mean, like mm -hmm. change this or change this. Everything was positive. Oh my God, you guys did this or did that. That's crazy, you know, like it, it was all positive. So it was a great experience, you know. But like we said, uh, you know, this is this was not the the first video. It was like there's yeah. there's been a few thousand, like you said, and the, there has been yeah. you know videos for Bruno Mars, from James Blunt, for you know labels like Warner, like Universal as well. So let's go back a little bit, you know, those seven years ago when you were starting the company. How did you manage to convince you know those big names to trust you in a way? Like you said, you know, a little country outside the European Union and a company based in, in North Macedonia. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's crazy, you know, the music industry is very complex, you know, and it's a very mm. closed industry. But once you get in, it's like very difficult. Like we are constantly receiving emails by U.S. companies that are trying to offering their services to us, like because we're already in the game, you know, because mm. it's very difficult. Like we're receiving, as I told you, few months before the release, we're getting on hits like Cardi B, like uh, Bruno Mars. Uh, and it's very difficult. It's very uh, difficult to, to gain such a trust. But what we did was actually we, it's not a simple answer for that. The starting points were like very difficult. Like when we started, it was only underground artists maybe smaller bands from suburbs of Chicago or New York, Bronx, you know, like local hip-hop artists, stuff like that. But mm. the important part is, like, we were aiming for the A-list artists in the music industry because someone is doing those videos. We can do those videos, you know, like, we are capable of that. And in this era of globalization, it's not that difficult to gain access to anyone, you know, like, it is difficult, but it's not impossible, you know. Mm. If before all of this technology, that was totally impossible. Like now it's all we need to do is like believe in that and, and try and, and achieve and work a lot and get to the real, real people, you know. But what happened was actually a small pieces of small situations that got us to the point where we currently at. So it's not like something major that was... Mm decisive of our future you know it was a small pieces of little accomplishments that got us to the point where we at like right now for example we we had a, our first breakthrough with a record label based in netherlands it's called armada music they're specialized in electronic dance music they're independent label but they're very big like huge top three edm labels in the world so we got a guy from new york send us a song. At that point, we were only doing very low budget videos, like very yeah. simple <laughs> videos, nothing crazy, but we were always over delivering in quality. And, you know, but this guy was like, I don't have any money. Like I have something small, like, please, can you help me out? I have a good track and I'm a DJ, you know, and we're like listening to the tune and me and my business partner, Ilya is the co-founder of 351 Studio. At that point, we were like four people maybe. And we're listening to the song and, wow, it's a great song, you know, like, let's help him out. Who knows, you know. So we're doing this killer-ass video that, that's crazy, you know. Sometimes it's the creativity just goes um, in the right direction and you're, you will end up doing something great, you know. Mm. And the video was awesome. So in the meantime, he got signed to Armada Music. And two days later, I got a call from the creative director at Armada. He was like, can you do like 10 of these per week with a budget that's like 10 times bigger than what we actually charge for that? And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> now we're in the game. You know, like it was uh, so for us, it was huge, you know. Was this the time when you thought, all right, we definitely nailed it? Absolutely. You know, for us, it was a very big achievement, but it wasn't something like an ultimate success for us, you know? Mm -hmm. And even then, like when we were just a few people in the office, I would sit down with everyone and I will talk to them. Like, we need to work for Bruno Mars. We need to work for Cardi B, Ed Sheeran, you know, like we need to work. And they will just look at me and without a comment, like, 
is he crazy or are you not what's up to him yeah yeah he's totally you know <laughs> but the thing is like we really wanted to go in that direction and it's not a shortcut there we need to it's a zigzag road you know like you have to go left and right and try and fail as you said so after that after that you know like we were doing a lot of videos for Armada Music and all of the other electronic music labels. We had also the clients that were from the hip hop world and, but nothing major. Mm. So at that point, I found out about this later, like mm -hmm. we got a call from Atlantic Records and they're like, we need you guys to do a video for one of our artists, Galantis bands. And I'm like, wow. That's a huge name. Okay, yeah, let's do it. And we're doing this killer-ass video, and then next one, next one, next one, and then we we kind of, like, got into And it the, just became normal almost, at this stage. Yeah. The situation is, like, like, Galantis and their management, they were having a meeting about this new single or album release at that time. And they were like, we want to do lyric videos, but let's hire these guys. And everyone at Atlantic was like, no, 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 we have like a bunch of companies that we work with. Who are these guys? We don't know them. And they're like, no, 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 we've watched all of their videos. We want them to work on the album, you know? So at the end, the quality actually was crucial for us to get us in there. And once we were in, we, as I told you, we have very good work ethic. We are trying to always over-deliver, meet the deadlines that's like the, most important thing like you can sometimes sacrifice the quality but you need to meet the deadlines because there is a team of 400 people waiting for that release to be pushed all mm. throughout the social media tv networks and everywhere else so it's very difficult and we've proven ourselves to be reliable in all of those aspects so you mentioned there a very interesting thing when you were asked to produce something at a, you know, at a lower cost and you, you still over delivered. And, you know, artists in general, oftentimes are asked to actually do something for their, you know, portfolio as they, as they say it, how do you see this concept and is it overused or does it give you a chance to actually show your abilities? I think it's the only way, for example, if I'm just hypothetically speaking right now, if we have, for example, a video that costs like $300, let's say, mm. and we will make it on that level for $300, how in the hell are we going to sell a video for $5,000? You know, like we will get a video for $100 and make it to look like it's a $5,000 or put in the work for $5,000 video. And then we'll say, okay, this is the $5,000 video, you know? So mm -hmm. at that point, maybe the artists actually gained a lot but it's the only way to kind of like prove yourself that you're worthy and that you're capable of. And what I think is that you should never limit yourself. That's the only recipe for success. Always over deliver. Don't attach to the money too much because it's not that important. It's something that is currently here, like in three years time, it, it won't even matter because you, if you're as good as you think you are, you'll get better clients, better payments. You will find your place but mm. if you limit yourselves, like we've seen, there were, it was a very good time for us. Like when we started, because what we do is motion graphic videos, lyric videos, stuff like that. It was very good timing for us. When we started the company, there was only two or three companies mm. doing videos for $100. They still are in the market and they still do $100 videos, you know. But the thing is, probably they were lacking a vision or something. I don't say that they're better 
I don't want to talk mm-hmm. about that. There's a lot of talented people out in the world, but if you're aiming for something, you don't have to limit yourself about the budget or anything. You just over deliver, give the best that you can do. And you know, the success will follow. It doesn't have to be immediate because it wasn't immediate for us, but it mm-hmm. will definitely came if you're work hard and you believe in yourself and just work, you know. So tell me, what kind of advice would you give to other companies from Central and Eastern Europe, from countries like North Macedonia, when they have, you know, this great vision and they're only starting right now, what would be the tips that you would share with them? It will be unfair to, from this perspective, it's easier to talk, but I know when we started the company, it was only two computers and a thousand dollars. So there was not a Google Ads money. There was not a Facebook Ads money. It was very hard time for us. Like, let me give you an example. What I think that you should be doing or all of the people that are trying to do something out of nothing. I would be the marketing guy, the support guy, the sales guy, the SEO guy, and like maybe 15 more working positions in the company. And that's the only way because like we've, I've came to understanding that, okay, we need to get on Google. How to do that? Let's do the research. Oh, there's an SEO search engine optimization. Let's do that. I found um, on some freelance website, I found an Indian guy. He was like, yeah, let's do it. I can do that. It's $10,000 and maybe three months of work and without guarantee that you will end up on first page of Google. And I'm like, what? Is this so serious? You know? So I ended up buying a course for uh, 15 bucks or 50 bucks, I don't know. So I started learning SEO and bam, in three weeks, we were in the first place in Google, <laughs> you know. So that's what you need to do. You can very easily like be discouraged to do some stuff and be like, oh, I don't think that this is going to work. And you will just sit back and yeah, it's not going to work. You know, let's let me find a job. This idea sucks or, you know. But if you think like that, you will never succeed. You only have to find the tools that will get you from point A to point B. Because at that point, the point B was, let's get ourselves in Google, first page of Google. So what we need to do that, okay? We don't have the money. Yeah, we can learn. We can work like 18 hours a day and get there, you know? So that was our approach. And there still is our approach. There's a situation that I I can share with you. It's a funny story. I'm in New York City with some of my colleagues there. And as we are getting out of the subway, there's this guy. We've done a, a lyric videos for Fifty Shades of Grey like f- five years ago, maybe. So, But the guy actually got promoted to vice president of Universal Music. And I totally lost touch with him. Like, doesn't answer his phone, doesn't answer emails. He just going you know, black. (laughs) So it's like, okay, it's radio silence totally. And I'm getting out of the metro station and there he is in front of the building. And I'm like, oh my God, it's him. And my business partner was there with me. He's like, no, 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 man, don't do that. Like, don't go to him. He he started walking down the streets and I started chasing him, you know, like because we we only have one life, you know, and in this lifetime, what we can achieve is actually what we go for, you know. So I could have just, you know, like, let the moment pass. Yeah, I'm not going to do that, you know. But I chased him and I got to him and I uh, introduced myself who I was. And he was like, oh, my God, what are you doing here? Hugs and everything else, you know. So he ended up uh, setting me up 
in a meeting with people at Dab Jam Records and in Republic Records. So that's where Ariana Grande actually mm. got in. So it was uh, it was a funny story. But those are the things that you must do because at if you that don't point, chase it, you you're not going to get it. Yeah. Yeah, you have three mm. seconds decision and you have to go and chase it because no one's going to chase you because you are the one who needs to stand up to your dream, not everyone else around you, you know? So once you understand that, you're willing to do crazy things for success. So tell me, of course, you know, when you have an entrepreneur, uh, there's always things that they succeed in and there's always things that they fail. And there isn't a success without a failure. Tell me about your failures. Yeah. Well, I think it's a way of interpreting things. I have a big table in my office and company. It says sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. So that's my approach on the failures. I don't see failures as a negative thing. I, I just see it as a position, like as a lesson for me to learn from and get better to not mm -hmm. like repeat some of that mistakes. Like we've done a lot of mistakes in the, in the business. We've for had example? a lot of failures. Well, for example, we were trying to develop people, people's abilities in middle management and we failed there. We failed a lot because we were thinking that everyone else carries our vision and our motivation, you know, but we've had a little failures there. But we understood what needed to be done at that point, and we changed the, the approach of how we will mentor people in our company and how we will grow them because they are definitely need, needed attention to on which part they need to work more and how they can get bigger than, you know, because in the end, like, we don't see the company as something big. Like, we're seeing the company working for a bigger cause than the company itself. And that's the motto that's actually moving us forward, you know. So about the failures, like there were disappointments. Like we have NDAs, I cannot say names and artists, but we've been working on a lot of songs that were, you know, like huge mega, mega hits throughout the world. Even before Ed Sheeran, like a few years back, And none of that was successful projects, you know. And those are failures that currently, you know, set us back. But we never back down. Like, we are here. We need to move on. So on average, a couple of years ago, we had like 35% of non-approved projects. But we are down to around 20% this year. So that's a good thing. And we're constantly improving the internal situations the the within the company management like coaching of people developing mm. better artists and on the other hand we are on two fronts me especially i'm on two fronts i'm fighting with uh people from the outside the other companies i'm trying to get more and more clients you know and on the other mm. hand you need to balance everything within the company and that's a difficult thing if you're spread around that but that's the that's the the life of an entrepreneur i guess So the company has been or is seven years old right now. How yeah, do you see yeah. the, the, the company in the next seven years? Oh, that's a difficult one. What we're <laughs> trying to do currently, we're developing a software with the partnership with CodeCamp. That's a very good software development company. And 
we are currently doing in software for automatic creation of the audio visualizers, I mean, short stories for social media ads, stuff like that. So what we're utilizing is our creative capacity in developing templates and our software background to be kind of like used within that website that we're currently building. It's a brand called vidsbits.com. It's totally our our product right now. We're currently still, it's still in development, but it's working. Mm -hmm. It's working well. You can go check it out, vidsbids.com. <laughs> and also what we're trying to do is um, recently we shot a video here for Kelly Clarkson. It was a Christmas album that she released not that long ago, but and she mm -hmm. wanted visualizers, not like full music videos. They wanted kind of like um, Christmas atmosphere, like cozy fireplace glass of wine, stuff like that. So we organized mm -hmm. everything, ended up filming everything here, like in North Macedonia, and it came out perfectly. So I can see a future in that too. We, we're definitely looking ourselves as a multimedia production company in terms of like post-production, mm -hmm. motion graphics, 3D, live action shooting of uh, music videos, we're currently also developing a few other fields that we need that we can be very good at because as we're perfecting the post-production, it's easier for us to expand in those similar fields. We're also thinking about films. So there will be a co-producing of few films that's actually already been arranged. And I can definitely see us grow there. But I don't know, like ideas flow in like on a daily basis. If someone have told me that the lyric videos would have been the our a product that oh you know it's crazy man it's not possible you know but in the end we've done like thousands of those so that's our main signature right now so you simply have to be open to whatever is coming and like you said chase things yeah. whenever they you know opportunities present themselves Zoran, thank you so much for chatting with me today it was a real pleasure to speak with you and uh, best of luck for 351 Studio. Thank you, Andrew. It was a great pleasure talking to you and thanks for inviting me to be a part of Emerging Europe Talks. Thank you all for listening and we look forward to your company for the next episode of Emerging Europe Talks. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and do leave a review. This will help us ensure a regular stream of great guests you want to hear from. And finally, check out our news and analysis platform at emerging-europe.com.